Hey there, everybody. Do you love to travel and learn about new places? Great, and you are in the right place. Join Jasmine the cat and Gracie the tortoise as they have fun traveling the beautiful United States and learning lots of cool new facts. Hello there, friends. It's Jasmine here, the jazzy gray cat. Together with Gracie, my super smart tortoise BFF, I am ready to go. Greetings, friends. Gracie here. Yes, Jasmine, I'm always ready to travel and learn. And today, it's off to Ohio, our 17th state, joining in 1803. I know where Ohio is, right next to Pennsylvania. It's one of our neighbors. So, if you want to find it, it has Pennsylvania and West Virginia on the east, Michigan and Lake Erie to the north, Kentucky and West Virginia in the south. Ooh, wait a minute. That means West Virginia is on two sides of Ohio. Wow. And finally, Indiana's on the west. That's right. The capital is Columbus, and it's known as the Buckeye State. Uh, Gracie, what's a buckeye? Well, Jazzy, a buckeye is a tree that's very common in Ohio. Its nuts look like the eye of a buck, which is a male deer. Oh, I get it. A buck's eye or a buckeye. Super funny. Does the name Ohio mean anything? Yes, it does. It's widely believed that Ohio is an Iroquois word meaning great river. And that great river would be the Ohio River. Cool info as always. And like the other states we have visited, people have been living here for practically forever. Archaeologists, who are people that study people in the past, actually found Ice Age sloth bones that were damaged by human tools. Later on, like thousands of years later, Kickapoo, Shawnee, and Erie Native American tribes lived here too. Robert de La Salle, a French explorer, discovered Ohio in about 1670. The English came next, and then after the Revolutionary War, Ohio became part of the United States. During the Civil War, most people were on the Union side, but not everyone. Those people were called copperheads like the poisonous snake. It's my turn with a yummy fact! Pawpaws! You know that pawpaw patch song. Where, oh, where is sweet little Nellie? Where, oh, where is sweet little Nellie? Where, oh, where is sweet little Nellie? Way down yonder in the pawpaw patch. Yes, I do recall that song. But I don't think I've ever had a pawpaw fruit. Why don't you tell us more? I'd be glad to. Pawpaws like to grow in this part of the United States. The trees look like they could be on a tropical island, and the green fruit has a tropical custardy taste. You have to wait to pick them till they are ripe and fall off the tree, otherwise they are just too hard. To eat them, peel off the skin and eat the yellow insides. Yummy! You can also make jam or ice cream from them. Extra yummy! Zebra swallowtail caterpillars only eat pawpaw leaves, so they are a very important plant. I think we should get some for our backyard. What do you think, Gracie? That is a great idea. You are a very kind friend to all. Having natural habitats in your garden is a real boost for the environment. And as we get in our cute blue camper, let's talk salt. Salt? Like on food and in the ocean? Yes. Underneath Lake Erie, there is rock salt called halite. Over 5 million tons are harvested every year. That's a lot of salt which is good because we use it for lots of things, like on our food, on the road to melt snow and ice, and as salt licks for cattle, the salt keeps them healthy, and in medicines. Great info, Gracie. Now, before we get there, let's talk about famous people. Wilbur and Orville Wright were born here in Dayton. We learned about them when we went to Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. 
Also, Neil Armstrong, the astronaut, was born here. He was the first person to walk on the moon in 1969. Do you know any presidents, Gracie? Yes, I do. Funny you should ask. It's not funny. You always talk about presidents. You're right, I do. Ohio is proud of the fact that seven presidents were born here. James A. Garfield, Ulysses S. Grant, Rutherford B. Hayes, Benjamin Harrison, William McKinley, William H. Taft, and Warren G. Harding. Do you remember which state has more? I sure do. It's Virginia with eight. Now, are we there yet? I believe we are here at Lake Erie. Lake Erie is one of the Great Lakes. The Great Lakes are a group of lakes up at the northern part of the United States. The lakes are called Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, and Superior. And a very easy way to remember them is by using the word homes. Homes? Like in houses? I thought they were lakes. They are lakes, Jazzy. But if you take the first letter of each lake and put them together, they spell the word homes. Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, and Superior. Remembering something by making a sentence or a word with the information is called a mnemonic device. I get it. Like remembering the colors of the rainbow with the name Roy G. Bibb. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. Nice example. Now back to Lake Erie. It's the fourth largest and the shallowest of all the Great Lakes and is located between Ohio and Canada. Gracie, Gracie, did you know that Lake Erie has a lake monster too? Just like Champ in Lake Champlain. Her name is Bessie. Native Americans would tell stories of a water spirit called Onyara, which is the Mohawk word for snake. Scientists believe she may be related to the plesiosaur, a big water reptile that had a long neck and lived at the same time as the dinosaurs. Maybe I will see her just like I did Champ in New York. I hope so. That would make our trip even more exciting. Now besides Bessie, the city of Cleveland is here on Lake Erie. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is there. I bet Elvis Presley has a huge exhibit. Gracie, did you know Lake Erie has beaches? I thought beaches were just by the ocean. Not always. A beach is a small piece of land that is at the edge of an ocean, lake, or river. And not all beaches are sandy. They can also be made of pebbles, rocks, and seashell pieces. I think we should explore Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio. Most definitely. We can go to the beach and the amusement park. They are on the Sandusky Peninsula. I remember that a peninsula is land that is surrounded by water on three sides. Let's go to the park, then relax on the beach. Oh, wow, this will be fun. There are 16 super high roller coasters, but if you don't want to go on a big one, we can visit Camp Snoopy and ride there. Why don't we walk around first? Cedar Point is named after all the cedar trees that were here and is the second oldest amusement park in the United States, opening in 1870. It's called America's Roller Coaster because counting all those coasters, there are a total of 71 rides. How about if we go on the Wilderness Run Coaster in Camp Snoopy? It's just our size. Then the Woodstock Express. It's a crazy ride that goes up, down, and all around, just like that silly yellow bird. I have really enjoyed our time here. Now, let's do some relaxing on the beach. Okay, Gracie. I can still see the park from here and hear all the rides. Are you having a good time relaxing? You know what? It's time to go, and I didn't even get a chance to see Bessie. Oh, well, I guess she's sleeping. We're going to be driving through Amish country on our way to Dayton and the National Museum of the Air Force. Wait a minute. We went through Amish country in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. 
You're right, we did. While many Amish live in Lancaster, Ohio has the largest number, over 60,000. As you remember, Amish people feel that living a simple life with no technology is the best way to express their religious beliefs. They dress plainly, drive horse and buggies, and they are most often farmers, carpenters, or blacksmiths. We're going to tour Yoder's Amish farm to learn even more. That sounds like fun! It's a really big farm, over 116 acres! Come on, let's tour the house! Look at that sewing machine! Since there's no electricity in here, the machine works by pumping a pedal with your feet. Ooh, that would make me really tired. Over here in the one-room schoolhouse, there are books in both English and German. Come on, let's go to the barn and pet some bunnies. They are so soft. Ooh, horse and buggies. We can go for a ride. This was a lovely stop. I really enjoyed the leisurely horse and buggy ride. And I really like this oven hot pad I got. It looks just like a little quilt. Amish women are known for making beautiful quilts. Are you ready to get out and explore the National Air Force Museum? We are already in Dayton. I am thrilled to learn about our aviation history. I know you are. There are four big buildings to explore. Let's start at number four and work our way down to number one. Ooh, a model of the space shuttle. It is really, really big. Ooh, we can pretend to fly it. Now I see why astronauts need lots of training. It's hard. Come over here to see the Air Force One planes. Those are the planes that are used by our presidents. And we can go inside. Ooh, these are super fancy. Look, here's a table so you can play cards while you're flying. Building three is about the Cold War. The Cold War? Did it take place in the Arctic? No, it didn't, Jasmine. It took place after World War II. The U.S. and Soviet Union had become world superpowers and rivals. The two countries were very cold to each other, which is another way to say not very friendly. Well, that doesn't sound very nice. It's best when everyone works together. You're right, Jazzy. It does make the world a better place. Here in building number two, there are planes from the Korean War and the Southeast Asia War. And the last building, number one, has things from World War II to the early years of aviation. Wow! Look! A plane just like the Wright brothers flew! And look at this display of men flying in a balloon! Pilots sure are brave people to go up into the sky. Maybe one day we'll go on a plane too. Or a balloon. That would be fun. I'm sure that we will. I have so enjoyed learning about our flight past. Now let's visit the past once more at the Great Serpent Mound in Peebles. I've heard of this. It's not a real serpent, but a mound of earth in the shape of a snake with a curled tail. It was used a really, really long time ago by ancient native people as a burial ground, at least 900 years ago. Yes, it really is ancient history. The snake is about 1,348 feet in length, which is about 100 feet taller than the Empire State Building. It is also about 5 feet tall and 23 feet wide. Looking down from up here in the observation tower, you can really see that it looks like a snake. I wonder why it was built. That is a mystery. Perhaps to mark the solstices, the shortest and longest days of the year. Or maybe it was used as a spiritual place. It's just wonderful that we're discovering so many amazing things about our country. I agree. But now it's time to go home. I think snake jokes would be fun today. Are you ready, Gracie? I am. Go ahead. All right, here goes. What snake is the member of a rock band? I know, a rattlesnake. That's right. I would love to see a concert with a rattlesnake. Your turn. All right, why do snakes always measure in inches? 
I know, I know, because they don't have feet. Yay, I got this one. Yes, you did. Nice work. Now, my favorite place in Ohio was the National Museum of the United States Air Force. The Air Force One planes were truly presidential. Gracie, I like Cedar Point best and Camp Snoopy. What about you, friends? Make sure you tell someone you love about your favorite place in Ohio. Yes, and next week we're going back down south to explore Louisiana. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Jasmine and Gracie on their adventure today. Come back next week for the next one. Hello, everybody. It's Gwen here. If you want to know more about the places we visited, just go to our website, jasmineandgracie.podbean.com, and go to the sources page, and you can find out all about the great places that we visited. See you next week. Bye-bye.